Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Love that theme song. So good. So hey good. everyone, welcome to Story Time. I'm David Miller. I'm Michael Santel, and boy, do I have stories for you, David. You have stories. For I you. have two stories, both with the common, um, uh, uh, both with the common factor of three. Today <laughs> I'm. T- what, what do you mean? That was a really confusing but cool way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both have three. Uh, the two stories I'll be doing today are The Three Snake Leaves. Okay. And also, The Three Sons of Fortune. Yeah. So you're reading these from like a fancy looking book with like uh, one of those uh, like sash ribbons. At in. Christmas time at the fucking Costco, they just had the complete Brothers Grimm fairy tales. Perfect. I have them all, David. We're going to read them all now. In the original German. Yeah, no, fuck that noise. I can't, I can't do that. Um, but I mean, I wonder, I mean, as we go through these, I mean, we're going to go through, I mean, we're going to go through them all. Yeah, okay. So I wonder if we make like every every other week, this is show. This is show nonsense. This is show. This is behind the scenes. We don't need to do this on air. No, we don't need to do this on air. Okay. Um, Get back to it. I'm going to start with the three snake leaves. Great. Predictions. What do you think this story is about? The three snake leaves. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. So. Uh, Predictions. Uh, the three snake leaves. So I, I imagine it like there's there's like a smart one. Okay. There's, there's a dumb one, and then there's a mean one. Okay. And, and or a girl one. Okay. On, yeah, of course. Depending on the story. Are the snakes leaves or the leaves snakes in your in your like thought processes? That's see that's I, maybe this is how they turned into leaves. Okay. Maybe this is how they were turned from leaves. Into snakes. Great, great. <laughs> None of that is what this story is about. Is there a girl one? No. Uh, I am un. I am uncertain of the gender of the snakes. Which is fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it plays a part. But if you want to pretend one of the snakes is a lady, it won't affect the story. Like if I were to animate this, could I put one of them with a little bow? on Absolutely. It wouldn't. It wouldn't change anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> the three snake leaves. This first story, the first paragraph's a real fuck you to my mouth, but the rest of them are all fine. Great. Okay. They're once on a... uh, Oh my god. Like, see? Wow. Okay. (laughs) There was once on a time a poor man. What a... Okay. I will stop you there and say, what a dumb way to say that. There was once on a time a poor (laughs) man. That's how it's fucking... See, I talk... Sure, that's a once upon a time. Right. I talk... Awful. Like, I, I mix up my words all the time. I don't even do this bad of a job. <laughs> I think they just got bored after a while of writing Once Upon a Time. Maybe. So they just came up with new ways to do it. Or is this just because if they wrote it in German, is this just whoever's translating, like, trying to put flair into it? Right, the fucking Kirkland well, people you know, with this goddamn book. The way that they conjugated the verb, it's once on a time. Maybe, maybe. Because that's what happened with the mean and the ghoul. Like, that shit. I, yeah. I, I don't even know what happened there. Yeah. Okay. The three snake leaves. Uh-huh. There was once on a time a poor man who could no longer support his only son. Then said the son, Dear father, things go so badly with us that I am a burden to you. I would rather go away and see how I can earn my bread. So the father gave, his, gave him his blessings, and with great sorrow they parted. 
At this time, the king of a mighty empire was at war, and the youth entered his service, and with him went out to fight. Isn't that just the way it always goes? Poor young kids looking for a start, and where do they go? Go right to the military. Man. They're always hiring. I know. They're always hiring. And where are their offices most open? The front lines. Yeah. I was going to say in poor neighborhoods. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a recruiting office? Yeah. I bet there was. Yeah, what other office would you have? The fighting office? I don't, well, yeah, if it's a good military, they should have a fighting <laughs> office. the office today. Right, the which fighting is, office. Which is just what you call the war. I don't think they had, back in the back in the day, there's no, no you would way. No, you would just be like, I need money and there's nothing else to do. I right. guess I have arms and can swing a sword. I wonder if they paid you, did you get a stipend? I'd love to know when the you got your money. Least, you probably get housed and fed. Right, right, and you probably get like maybe a shekel. I don't know. What are they? Where are they? They're in Germany, so they're Deutsche Deutschmarks. Deutsch shekel. Army stuff. Right, it's just gold. It's all gold <laughs> bouillons at this point. And when uh, he went for a fight, and when he came before the enemy, there was a battle and a great danger, and it rained shot until his comrades fell on all sides. And when the leader also was killed, those left were about to take flight. But the youth stepped forth, spoke boldly to them, and cried, We will not let our fatherland be ruined! Oh boy. When the others followed him, and he pressed on and conquered the enemy. When the king heard that he owed the victory to him alone, he raised him above all others, gave him great treasures, and made him the first in the kingdom. Damn. I don't know. I mean, the... he won a cool battle. Right, but like, what a fucking dumb honor to be like, you are, this is the first man in the kingdom. He is the number one person. Like second under the king. That's pretty dope. I guess, but it just, he just doesn't have any power. He just has a bunch of titles. And money. He got lots of treasure. He did get, he got a great treasure. <clears throat> but what is the one treasure every man wants? Snake leaves. No, no. Okay, never mind. You're going to be very shocked <laughs> by this. The king had a daughter who was very beautiful, but... You could tell because of the bow on her head. She was also very strange. Oh. Because she, she wore the bow upside down. It's the same fucking bow. If you put a bow upside down, it's still a bow. <laughs> All bows are upside down. You can't tell what a bow looks like. She had made a vow to take no one as her lord and husband who did not promise to let himself be buried alive with her if she died first. Wait. <laughs> okay, yeah. She's She will not marry anybody. You can marry her, but if she dies first, you have to go in the tomb with her. Yeah. And be dead. Alive. You have, to buried, you have to be buried alive. You have to be buried alive. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh... If he loves me with all his heart, said she, of what use will life be to him afterwards? <laughs> On her side, she would do the same. If he died first, would go down to the grave with him. Would this strange... What do you mean? Would she? I don't know. To be honest, that's some crazy ballsy shit to do. <laughs> She's put it out there, too. She's the one being like, I'll do it. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. Yeah. She's an odd girl. I feel like... But she's is, really pretty. I don't feel like she wants to marry I feel like this is like... It's her way to keep guys away. Yeah, this is her thing. I and mean, obviously, like, this is her test to be like, you gotta prove it. Like, right. put up or shut up if you want But if you to... prove it, you fucking die! Only if she dies first. What if you guys live to a happy old age together and are happy, happy, happy? Right, but I'll let you know, even if we're both in our... Eight, even if she dies at 85 and I'm 86... You gotta go. I, fuck that noise! I'm already 86! Let me just live under, out my... You gotta go under the ground. Let me live up here! You made a vow. Fuck that vow. 
This strange oath had uh, had up to this time frightened away all wooers, but the youth yeah. became so charmed with her, so charmed with her beauty that he cr- that he cared for nothing. <laughs> That's a really nice way to say he just thought she was really hot. But asked her father for her. Yeah, he was like, yeah, whatever. He was so charmed with her beauty. Yeah, yeah, he was like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but do you know what you must promise? Said the king. I must be buried with her, he replied, if I outlive her, but my love is so great that I do not mind the danger. Then the king consented, and the wedding was uh, solemnized with great splendor. Yay! Yeah, they got married. It's a big celebration. Big party. Everyone loves parties. They lived now for a while happy and content with each other, and then it befell that the young queen was attacked by a severe illness, no. and no, no physician could save her. And as she lay there dead, the young king remembered when he had been obligated to promise that was horrified at having to lie down alive in the grave. How's he going to get out of this one? But there was no escape. The king had placed sentries at all the gates, and it was not possible to avoid his fate. When the day came when the corpse was to be buried, he was taken down into the royal vault with it, and then the door was shut and bolted. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. So I, I picture like a, I picture a, a large tomb mm-hmm. with four entrances. That doesn't matter at all. Okay. But I picture it like a huge family. Yeah, where they where they bury like all of the people. All the yeah. people. But I don't picture it like a crypt for some reason. Because he says there's centuries at all the points. Yeah. So I picture like, there's a couple ways to oh, get I think that just there. meant like, there were centuries at all the entrances to the castle. So that like, in, oh, be- I thought in, was... bet- in between when she died and when she's buried, he can't... Take off in the middle of the night. Oh, I thought he was already in the tomb. They're like, hey, you're not getting it out of no, this tomb. No, I think once they shut and lock the door, they don't need sentries at the tomb. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Near the coffin stood on a table on which were four candles, four loaves of bread, and four bottles of wine. Mm, that's and, why there would be four doors. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when his provisions came to an end, he would have to die of hunger. And now he sat there full of pain and grief, ate every day only a little piece of bread and drank only a mouthful of wine, but nevertheless saw death daily drawing nearer. While he thus gazed before him, he saw a snake creep out of the corner of the vault and approach the dead body. And as he thought it came to gaw at it, he drew his sword and said, As long as I live, you shall not touch her! And he, and he hewed the snake into three pieces. Oh boy. Which is a, you would think that he would, because like once, like a slashing motion would yeah. be like one, but he went like, ha, ha, like he did it <laughs> yeah. twice in a row. Yeah. He did a like fucking whack-a-mole on that snake. Maybe he got it once, but it was down towards like closer to the tail, so it was still alive. Oh, okay, like they're... It's sort of just wriggling there, and then he had to do it one more time to seal the deal. I like the idea that he did it once, and it was like, nope, here you go. <laughs> like he did two in a row like a fucking judge. Give it a double tap. Like Judge Judy. Yeah. After a time, a second uh, a second snake crept out of the hole, and when it saw the other lying dead and cut into pieces, it went back, but soon came again with three green leaves in its mouth. Then it took the three pieces of the snake, laid them together as they ought to go, and placed one of the leaves on each wound. What's the way it's not supposed to go? Like, if you fuck up and put the snake backwards, like, what happens? I don't know. Great, great question. <laughs> Immediately, the severed parts joined themselves together. Um, yeah. No, just, that's weird. <laughs> uh, themselves together. The snake moved and became alive again, and both of them hastened away together. 
the snake, that snake lover saved his snake wife. Yeah. Maybe it is a girl snake. Maybe. Or maybe they're just BFFs. But I think you're right. I think this is a lady snake. <laughs> the leaves were left lying on the ground, and a desire came into the mind of the unhappy man who had been watching all of this to know it if the wondrous power of the leaves, which had brought the snake to life again, could not likewise be a service to a human being. I see what's happening here. What's happening here? He's going to try to wake her up. So that he doesn't have to be buried alive anymore. I don't think you should mess with the dead, but let's find out what happens. Well, so he picked up the leaves and laid one of them on the mouth of his dead wife and the two others on her eyes. Mm -hmm. And hardly had he done this, done this, than the blood stirred in her veins, rose, uh, rose into her pale face and colored it again. Then she drew breath, <gasps> opened her eyes and said, oh, God, where am I? I have to pee so bad. So bad. You have to pee so bad. <laughs> Except don't you shit yourself when you die? Yeah, but... So, oh, but the bladder is still fully yeah, fucking intact? Yeah, he didn't pee. It's a terrible thing. And he's, <laughs> and he's just been drinking wine down there, so, you know, he's got to pee too. You are with me, dear wife, he answered, and told her how everything had happened, and how he had brought her back to life again. Then he gave her some wine and bread, and when she regained her strength, he raised her up, and they went to the door and knocked and called so loudly that the sentries heard it, and they told the king. The king came down himself and opened the door, and there he found both strong and well, and rejoiced with them, uh, with them now that all sorrow was over. There's more. Then the door swung shut. The young king, however, took the three snake leaves with him, gave them to a servant, and said, Keep them for me carefully, and carry them constantly about you. Who knows in what trouble they may yet be of service to us. Okay. You know what happens when you bring pa people back from the dead, David? Um, depends. Is this like... We read from the Necronomicon. A change had, <laughs> however, taken place in his wife. After she had been restored to life, it seemed as if all the love for her husband had gone out of her heart. Mm. After some time, when he wanted to make a voyage over the sea to visit his old father, and they had gone on a uh, on a board a ship, she forgot the great love and fidelity which she had shown her, uh -oh. and which had been the means of rescuing her for death, and conceived a wicked inclination for the skipper. Uh-oh. She has eyes for another man, David. Yeah, and he's a sailor man. Yeah, and you know what sailors are like on their wedding day. They jump They jump for joy. joy. <laughs> it's gonna be like a theme now. <laughs> it's, the, it's the craziest thing. And once when the young king lay there asleep. Okay, so now we're talking about her husband. Right, the young king. Right, which is a little... Because she was like a princess or whatever. Right, right, right. And yeah. I guess the old king's like, I'm going to die eventually. And fucking, you're back now, so yeah. you're the new king. Yeah. She called in the skipper and seized the sleeper by the head. And the skipper took him by the feet. And, and thus they threw him into the sea. What? When the shameful deed was done, she said, Now, let us return home and say that he died on the way. I will extol and praise him so to my father that he will marry me to you and make you the heir to his crown. But the faithful servant who had seen all that they did, unseen by them, unfaced, unfastened a little boat from the ship, got into it, sailed after his master and let the traitors go on their way. He fished up the dead body and by the help of the three snake leaves, which he carried along carried about with him laid on the on the eyes and mouth he fortunately brought the young king back to life Heck yeah he did how did the young guy know to put it on the he the probably told him he probably was like hey hold on to these just so you know 
this is how they work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just in case. He, I mean, he's a guy that the, the young king trusts to actually hold them and carry them, you know, and right. fuck with it. So. And good on him for being like, hey, you carry these yeah. things. Because if he was dead with them in his fucking pocket, What's he gonna do? his pocket would be resurrected, exactly. but he would be dead. Exactly. But I'd love to know the That's story. That's why you of... always give, like, your the other person in your party uh, a phoenix down. Yeah, I was going to say, you always try to give yeah. the fucking white man <laughs> to the blue man. You can't hold it. They both rode with all their strength, day and night, and their little boat flew so swiftly that they reached the old king before the others did. He was so astonished when he saw them come alone and and asked what had happened to them. When he learned the wickedness of his daughter, he said, I cannot believe that she behaved so ill, but the truth will soon come to light and bade both to go into a secret chamber and keep themselves hidden from everyone. Mm-hmm, a trick's gonna be played. And fuck yeah, it is. Soon afterwards, the great ship came sailing in, and the godless woman appeared before her father with a troubled... with a troubled... Uh, countenance. countenance. I thought that might be the word. Fuck you! <laughs> also, love that the description of her is godless. Yeah, yeah. It's a godless act. If she yeah. believed in, I know what God does. You don't kill your husband. It's one of the fucking yeah. important rules. You definitely don't kill anyone in your family. When Nobody. God's right. He said, "Why do you come back alone? Where is your husband?" Oh, dear father, she replied. I come home again in great grief during the voyage. My husband became suddenly ill and died, and if. And if the good skipper had not given me his help, it would have gone badly for me. He was present at his death and can tell you all. The king said, I will make the dead alive again and open the chamber and the and, and bade the two come out. When the woman saw her husband, she was thunderstruck and fell on her knees and begged for mercy. Do we give her mercy, David? Uh, I'm gonna guess no. Yeah. She died already once. Yeah, I was gonna say, anytime there's two options, always (laughs) choose the worst of the two. The king said, there is no mercy. He was ready to die with you and restored you to life again, but you have murdered him in his sleep and shall receive the reward that you deserve. They're gonna get locked in the vault. Your eternal reward. Yeah. It doesn't say that I added that from Aladdin. Oh. <laughs> then she was placed with her accomplice in mm-hmm. a ship which had been oh. pierced with holes and sent out to sea, where they <laughs> soon sank amidst the waves. Okay, I guess that's like punishment fits the crime. It would have been nice full circle if they just locked her back in the vault again. <laughs> I like that too, but they didn't do that for yeah. some reason. Uh, anyway. I'll just give the Grimm's brother their notes. Right. The end. Perfect. Great. <laughs> but now it's time for story number two. Uh, oh, you had it marked with the little sashy ribbon. I really like the sashy ribbon. I feel like it's going to get fucked up. That's Every time I use it, I'm like, this is going to fall out. Eventually, but that'll get... just mean it's a book that's had a lot of use. Now, question. Now the audience has to be in on this. Do you want to do lessons for the first one, or do you want to do lessons all around? I was thinking about that. Maybe we should do lessons for each, because it's fresh. Okay, great. So let's do Now, it. I... Again, more seeing how the sausage was made. Yeah. Sierra, my wife, my wife was lis- was listening to episodes and she gave me the note yeah. that lessons shouldn't be a recap of the story, but should actually be lessons that we learned. Fair. So we can't recap the story. Okay. We can only say statements of what you learned from it. Okay. What if I have to use something that happened as an example? Listen, we'll life. have to talk to her when she gets right, home. Right. I didn't have a long conversation <laughs> just, about right, it. I'm... She was just giving me notes and like a good husband, I said yes. You know what I'm happy about? What? Being told... 
in the moment live that my format has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Lessons. Okay. Oh, wait. Lessons part one. I was gonna, here's what I was going to do. I was going to do... Watch this. Let's go to lessons. Lessons. Part one. Okay, there you go. That I'm was really do, good. That I'm was really good. Magic. You might have to get a sting for that one, too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Find these fucking snake leaves. Snake leaves are the most magical things in the yeah, world. Yeah, so, like, snakes... Clearly have powers. Snakes have some sort of secret snake bush that we don't know about, but yeah. they fucking know the secrets too. Yeah. Were the snakes gonna eat the body? Is that what we assume? He just said they were just gonna come look at it. This they were like just like, they the were body. just like, oh look a dead body. Yeah. Because like, what if the snake was bringing the leaves to the? What if the snake was gonna revive? What if the snake was like, oh look at that crazy girl? Maybe they're like friends or something. And then we find out the new twist is since this is the family crypt. The snakes have been down here reviving everyone that they bring down. There's a whole party of all these... <laughs> all but these they never went back up. That's a no, terrible lesson. they keep locking the door. That can't be a lesson, David. That can't be it. They never show back up. That's just be how I would write the story. It'd be much shorter. Uh, I feel like this story is a perfect example of don't put your dick in crazy. Yeah. He knew exactly what he was getting himself into. He did it anyway, and it ended up, I mean, better than he thought, but it still ended the way he thought it was yeah, going to Yeah, although end. she did, like, like go a step further and betray, because, like, it, it was this whole, like, we're going to, uh, whichever one of us dies, the other one will die also, and, like, be with them. And then it was, well, then she lost her love for him because of the revival. See? Second lesson. Don't date zombies. Yeah. I, they don't. She came back. She's a shell of her former that's, self. That's, I think, something that happens in a lot of stories is there's always, like, that, that like, plot line of someone lost someone they loved and they're doing everything they can to, like, get them back, restore them, fix time, mm -hmm. whatever, right? Uh, and and then the lesson that we always learn from that is... Don't do it. There's no getting them back. Yeah, there's right? no... Once, they, once, they, once that vessel dies, that vessel is now right. sailed to shores unknown. Right. Uh, uh, what else did you learn? I don't know. That, that was mostly it. Like, <laughs> who the fuck is this skipper guy? Great like, spoils come to those who succeed in war. I, well, sure. Okay, I mean, that's a lesson that you learned. How did you not learn that lesson, David? I don't know. It seemed sort of just a, a plot point. Just a way to get from A to B. I don't How know. How do we get this poor kid noticed by the king, you know? I will let you know that I'm also learning that these stories start out with a lot of gusto, but sort of just sort of fade out at the end. They just meander. They just sort of like, oh, there you go. And then they yeah, go. that's a story. <laughs> go to bed, fucking kids. Yeah. Okay, great. Cool. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit longer, right? So we have to go to an intermission. Got to yeah. play some music. So intermission. Okay. Time for our second story of three. This uh, this story is called the Three Sons of Fortune, okay. aka I'm no fortunate son. Is that what that song is? Is it no. Fortunate Son? Is it, yes, is, the song is Fortunate Son. I thought it was Fortune Son. No, I don't know. Fortunate Son. Okay. Three fortunate sons. <laughs> what do you think, prediction, what do you think the three sons of fortune is about? Uh, 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 three, three brothers, and they are uh, a group of adventurers full of daring do, and uh, uh, they're going to stumble upon a conspiracy that stinks to the top and uh, save the world just in time uh, before the, the, the bomb goes off. <laughs> Great guess. I'm going to let you know you're way out of fucking left field. <laughs> I will say that there is a solving of problems for peoples. Okay. 
Hopefully that doesn't give anything away. That, that's as vague as possible. That's as vague as possible. In this story, a problem is solved? Yes. Good lord, <laughs> I now know everything. How many problems do you think get solved? Uh, are you going to say 99? No. Why would I say that? I thought you were making a reference. No, there's no reference. I thought you were trying to lead up to like a reference to, like, whatever. No, it's the name like, of this I three could, fucking things, David. You could have 99 problems. But it, what, 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 David? Say I, it. I don't want to. <laughs> what a bitch ain't one. All right. Hit me. Okay. Uh... <clears throat> The Three Sons of Fortune. Great. A father once called his three sons before him, and he gave to them... I was right. They were brothers. Right. Okay. Well, now I'm starting over again, because I got got (laughs) fucked up by a comma. Of course they're brothers. The Three Sons of Fortune. The the fortune could be the... the, the It's not about cookies. The metaphorical ideal that binds them as brothers. No, this is like... Brothers in arms. When I I heard brothers of fortune, I think soldier of fortune, which is a mercenary. Okay, these are just brothers. Okay. Okay. A father once called his three sons before him, and he gave to the first the first a cock, to the second <laughs> a scythe, and the third a cat. Every time they say know, cock in this, I it know, makes me laugh. I know. I, I wanted to not laugh at it, and I had to. It's like fifth grade when you do health class, and they're like, hey, we're going to say some words. We just need everyone to be, this is your body, and this is your changing. The moment they say penis, everyone goes, bah, bah, like, yeah. <laughs> like anytime someone in conversation accidentally says the word do and then starts the next sentence with the word do you know like sometimes that happens and then they end up saying do do did you do that thing did you do did you do 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 like yeah that? yeah <laughs> I, I just always have to stop them and say do do yeah yeah <laughs> anyway I am already aged uh, said he my death is near and I have wished to make and I have wished to take thought for you before my end money I have not and what I now give you seems of little worth but all depends on your making a sensible use of it Seek out a country where where such things are still unknown, and your fortune is made. So they got a, a cock, a uh huh. Was it a cat? Uh, a cock, a scythe, and a cat. And a cat, yeah. Right. Which I wish this story was called a cock, a scythe, and a cat, but yeah. unfortunately, yeah. it's not. After the father's death, the eldest went away with a, with his cock, but wherever he came, wherever he came, the cock was already known. <laughs> His reputation proceeds. Everywhere he goes, he just caves with that cock, and they're like, we've seen this before. Uh, In every town he saw for a long distance a cock, sitting upon the steeples and turning round with the wind, and in villages he heard more than one crowing. And it was always bigger than his. It's always, he's always got the smallest cock. No one would show any wonder at the creature, so that, <laughs> so that it did not look as if he would make his fortune by it. This creature was not wondrous. Yeah, no one wanted to see that cock. Uh, Man, we, we're going to make these jokes this whole time. This whole fucking time. Uh, <laughs> we've now reached the point in the pod that it's too dark outside. Would you flip that light? I was, was going to say that. But it's, getting, it's getting real hard. The candles are not giving me <laughs> was, enough light. I was going to see if you were going to try to read in the dark for the uh, whole I'm already fucking up enough. I don't need that shit on my... Just a second. At last, however, it happened that he came to an island where the people knew nothing about cocks. Oh. And did not even understand how to divide their time. Oh, no. They've never seen cocks. They don't know what to do with their time. They don't know it's cock o'clock right now. They certainly, David, David, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. It's so good. They certainly knew when it was morning or evening, but at night, if they did not sleep uh, through it, not one of them knew how to find out the time. Uh, Look, said he, what a proud creature. It has a ruby red crown upon its head and wears spurs like a knight. It calls you three times during the night at fixed hours, and when it calls for the last time, the sun soon rises. 
But if it crows by broad daylight, then take notice, for there will certainly be a change of weather. Ah. I also like that Cox and Cox both have red pr- pronounced crowds. <laughs> <laughs> the people were well pleased. For a whole night they did not sleep, and listened with great delight as the cock at two four, and six loudly and clearly pronounced the time. (laughs) I imagine that means that when it does, it yells, It's two (laughs) o'clock! It's four now! Everyone was so amazed. They are like, oh, we gotta stay up again. They like stood up all night. There's like Santa Claus for cocks. It's a cock Santa! They asked if the creature was for sale and how much he wanted for it. About as much gold as an ass can carry, he answered. Oh a ridiculously small price, uh, small price for such a precious creature, they answered he. A, uh, uh, a ridiculous small price, uh, <clears throat> a ridiculous small price for such a precious creature, they cried unanimously and willingly gave him what he asked. They gave him an ass for their cock! Yeah. An ass full of gold. An ass full of gold, yeah. Well, you know, if you're going to get, you know, you got to give something if you're going to get that ass. Uh, when he came home with his wealth, his brothers were astonished. And the second said, well, I will go forth and see whether I cannot get rid of my scythe as profi- uh, my scythe as profitability. Profitable. Profitably? Profitably. Well, I will go forth and see whether I cannot get rid of my sight as profitability. Okay, I can't even... What is it asking? <laughs> now I can't. Now, uh, I, now I have to put it in. We are moving forward. Profitably. But it did not look as if he would... F- uh, but it did not look as if he would. For for laborers met him everywhere, but they had sighs upon their shoulders yeah. as well as he. At last, however, he chanced upon an island where the people knew nothing of sides. Okay. It's crazy that this island doesn't know about scythes, but they do know about something else. When the corn was ripe there, they took cannon out to the field and shot it down. Now, (laughs) this was rather an uncertain affair. Many shot right over it. Others hit the ears instead of the stems and shot and shot them away, whereby much was lost. And besides all this, it made a terrible noise. Yeah, it's so loud. This, Why do they have to do it at four in the morning? This, well, they didn't have a cock there, obviously. Um, but I love the fact that they were like, ah, we don't know how to get the corn off. Just fucking light it, cannon! Shoot it down! Boom! Boom! How did they have the industry necessary to build cannons but not to farm? Right. David, great fucking questions. <laughs> uh, it makes me believe that another brother was given a cannon at some other point <laughs> and so went to this island. Well, you know how to get this corn down. And just started fucking <laughs> shooting shit. And everyone was so pleased with it, they fucking bought it. And they used it for everything. Hook, line, and sinker. So the man set to work and mowed it down so quietly and quickly that the people opened their mouths with astonishment. They agreed to give him... What he wanted for the scythe, and he received a horse laden with as much gold as it could carry. Hell yeah. Yeah, man, he went from an ass to a horse. That's, That's pretty than, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now the third brother wanted to take his cat to the right man. He feared, uh, he farred just like the others. So long as he stayed on the mainland, there was nothing to be done. Every place had cats. There were so many of them, newborn kittens were generally drowned in the ponds. Oh my god. 
what the fuck is well, going I mean, on? I mean, there are a lot of stray and feral cats out there. It is an actual big problem, but damn. They're kittens, David. No, I know. They're baby little saying, kittens. That's why I'm saying, but damn. They just put them in a sack and threw them in the pond. I think you added that little element you've been thinking about. I've been thinking day. about this a lot. This one's really been <laughs> bothering me. At last, he sailed over to an island. Okay. And it luckily happened that no cats had ever yet uh, been seen there. And that the mice had got the upper hand so much that they danced upon the tables and benches, whether the masters were home or not. Which, I picture the fucking Look, mouses being like, back, streets, back, alright! I'm saying, the mouse can dance if he wants to. He can, he can leave his <laughs> mice friends behind? Because yeah. <laughs> if the mice don't dance, then everybody's gonna dance. Now there are no mice friends of mine. Yeah. The people complained bitterly at the plague. The king himself, in his place, did not know how to secure himself against them. Mice squeaked in every corner and god whatever they could lay hold of with their teeth. But now that the cat began her chase and soon cleared a couple of rooms, and the people begged the king to buy the wonderful beast for the country, the king willingly gave what he asked. Which was a mule laden with gold and jewels, and the third brother came home with the greatest treasure of all. True love. Right, no, he just just, <laughs> no, he just, just actually a greater treasure. He just had the best treasure, I yeah. guess. The cat made himself uh, merry with the mice in the royal palace and killed so many that they could not be counted. At last, she grew warm with work and thirsty. So she stood still, lifted her head, and cried. <laughs> when they heard this strange cry, the king and all the people were frightened okay. and in their terror ran, ran all at once out of the palace. Okay. Then the king took counsel when, when, <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. Okay. Then the king took counsel what was the best to be done. At last, it was determined to send a herald to the cat and demand that she should leave the <laughs> palace or... If not, she was to expect the force which would be used against her. This is like a sketch. The count. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's a sketch. There's a scene of of the the townspeople all debating on what to do about this strange animal. Yeah. And then there's the sketch where one guy is. One of us must go and is, speak to the is cat. Chosen to go speak with it and try to get it to leave. The counselor says we would rather let ourselves be plagued with the mice for the misfortune we are accustomed than give our lives to such a monster as this. A noble youth, therefore, was sent to ask the cat whether she would peacefully quit the castle. But the cat, whose thirst had become still greater, merely answered, <laughs> The youth understood her to say, Most certainly not! Most certainly not! And took his answer to the king. Then said the counselors, She shall yield to force! Cannon were brought out, and the palace was soon in flames. When the when the fire reached the room where the cat was sitting, she sprang safely out the window. But the besiegers did not leave off until the whole palace was shot down to the ground. David, the end. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's like... <laughs> That whole shit at the end about finding the cat is just like a weird epilogue. It, it feels... Okay. Uh, before we go to lessons, 
<laughs> yeah, because we got to recap some of that. I would love to fucking know which of these brothers was the comedy brother. Was it because <laughs> one guy had a very solid story yeah. and the other guy was like, what if they didn't know what a cat was? <laughs> yeah, this is a much more farcical story than like the other ones. It's so far. like the other ones are sort of farcical in that like outrageous things happen. But this is a straight up fucking comedy of them just firing off. I also like that he brought the cannon back. Yeah. <laughs> like this was a one thing that did yeah. come back. They were like, how do we get rid of these? It'd be cool if like, they cut down the doors with signs. <laughs> they announce their charge with a cock. <laughs> right. Um, oh yeah. Boy. This is a very, yeah, this is like a fucking Monty Python sketch. Yeah. That's right, what it felt is, like. Yeah. Except this is from like, you know, 200 years ago. Yeah. All right. Lessons. Lessons. Part two. <laughs> Um, there's a, a, there's a sucker born every minute. There's a sucker born every minute. I also don't like that it disparages island folk as much <laughs> yeah, as it does. It's just because they're isolated. They haven't had the chance, I guess, to experience an ex a cultural exchange of ideas. Right, but they have met, like, they've got, they've got gunpowder. Right, like, they have all these other amazing technological <laughs> things, and they were like, no, no, that's good. We're yeah. fine with cannons. Yeah. And each kingdom was missing one thing. Yeah. So, uh... What did what are what do we learn? Make uh, make the as, most of what you have. Yeah, like as a businessman, like find your customer. Like yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't need to build a better mousetrap. You just need to find someone who doesn't know what the fuck a mousetrap is. Right. Um, uh, cock is funny even two hundred years later. Always, it's always funny. Uh, it's a great way to lead the story. It got me interested. It kept me along. It get it kept you along. We, we dipped a little bit in the scythe part, and then we're right back up for some. The, the scythe part is definitely the weakest of scythe the three. Just like the the continuance. But then you get that fucking amazing part with the cat. I know. Um, uh, 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 buyer beware. Don't buy something unless you've read the instruction manual. Because <laughs> the cat opened its mouth and they promptly left the fucking... Yeah. They left that castle like when the fucking Hebrews went to the promised land but the Nephilim were still there. Right. Uh, oh, uh, so uh, the lesson I learned from this then is... Um, it's I'm going to rephrase the old adage, uh, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Okay, don't throw the cock out with the bathwater. I was going to say, uh, don't shoot the castle down to kill the cat. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, I learned that... Um, uh, unsuccessful cultures, even with a handful of corn, will continue breeding and continuing <laughs> on. Um, oh man, can you imagine the population growth after they can control their food supply like that? Oh, yeah, it would explode. Yeah. It would probably go and attack the other fucking islands. Yeah. Also, what island chain do you think this is? Because there's like right. a there's like a main. Well, but it's written by. European dudes. Right. I think this was all just like made up islands. Yeah. Or maybe they're disparaging like fucking England. You know what I mean? Like this is the continent they go to England and they don't know about this shit. Maybe. 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 Um, brothers love each other till the day you die. That's sure. We didn't really learn that but thanks. For, I learned that. I learned the that. They didn't, they didn't fuck with each other. They didn't steal each other's gold. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, listen to your father's dying wishes. There might be some wisdom in there. Okay. I do like the idea that he tells them go... You don't need to invent something new. Just bring it where they've never heard of it yeah, before. Yeah, just like take these things and, and go... Like, they're not useful here. That's right. why we're poor. And that also feels like the equivalent of life. Why didn't dad move us? He, had, great, the, he had the idea. Great fucking idea. He was too old. <laughs> By the time he had this great idea, this was his last idea. It took him his whole life to save up a, a, a cock a scythe and a cat. Um, and uh, I, also, I also learned that uh, uh, cocks and uh, cats can be friends. Yeah. 
They can, like, live in harmony together. Why not? As long as there's a scythe between them. Right. Cocks love pussy when there's a scythe in between. <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to make that joke. I, was, I, I, I didn't was, I didn't know. I, I didn't, was doing my best to avoid it the whole time. It just came to me right now. It oh, just man. came to me I right now. I thought of it, like, two minutes in. Oh, and, I love and it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Um, great. So there's a little twofer for you. Wonderful. I'll have some more stories coming your way, yeah, but I, I got to go through more of these uh, delicious stories. Yeah, your, your dog is trying to get love from me He now. either needs to go outside or he just needs you to look at him <laughs> and tell him he's a good boy. He is a good boy. He's a very good boy. We're going to take the dog out. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Storytime. I, just, oh. We always fuck this oh, up. I just wanted to also say th thank you. Thank you so much. Say it. Say thank you. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. No, you didn't talk at all. I'm I'm Michael Santel. I'm David Miller. We'll see you next time. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. My scythe as profitability. Profitable. Profitably. Profitably. You well, said, you said unanimously wrong earlier. Too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just cut it out to make me look good. I probably will. Probably. It's a cock Santa.